He's always been one of my favorite announcers, in part because of the great calls, but when Gus Johnson is at your game, you're expecting excitement, whether that's fair or unfair, but he always seems to be having fun. And a friend of mine is on the crew with Fox Sports, college basketball, college football, works with Gus, and linked us together. And the, the impetus for this particular interview is a special that's coming up on Fox, a one-hour special called Back to School with Gus Johnson. He spent a year at Harvard, and it was part of, part of a special program they had, Advanced Leadership Initiative. Uh, he explains that to us, the decision to do it, but also kind of opening your mind up, even in your 50s. Somebody who's well-accomplished, successful career, but just trying something different. And Gus shares those stories with us about being on campus. It's got to be a little weird. I'm sure there's plenty of sports fans on the Harvard campus who are like, is that is that Gus Johnson in the Union? <laughs> the school library? But I also want to talk to him about his career. It turns out he wanted to be Lou Whitaker. Growing up playing baseball in Detroit, he loved the Tigers. He was a second baseman. Actually played college baseball at Howard and then just got into broadcasting. He's done a ton of different things. I mean, he was the voice of the Knicks, NFL on CBS, March Madness, of course, on CBS. I think that's what he's most known for. But now he's carving out a pretty strong niche on Fox with all those big games on Saturday college football, going to Ohio State, Michigan games. So Gus is the guest on the Kilcoin Conversation about his career and about that trip to Harvard and that special on Fox, primetime special, 6 o'clock Central this Saturday, February 18th, a one-hour documentary-style show called Back to School with Gus Johnson. Kilcoin Conversation coming to you, as always, from the Pasta House Studios. Hopefully over the Super Bowl weekend, you took advantage of some of those great specials they had for the big game. Or just stop by with the family and hang out. The games are always on, whether it's the Blues, the Cardinals, Billikens, Mizzou. Family-friendly, that's what the Pasta House is about. Fresh every single day. Food's great. Atmosphere's great. 18 area locations. Pastahouse.com is where you can order online. If it's the middle of the week, kids have a lot of practices. You're running around. Let Pasta House put the meal together. Get it to go. Order it online. Pastahouse.com. Our longtime presenting sponsors, Triad Bank. Marie Davila Senior Living, B&G Tuck Pointing, and Appliance Discounters. It's real simple. These are great folks who have supported all of our work, bringing you these great segments. So if you're in the market for a bank, we suggest Triad Bank, located in Frontenac on Clayton Road, second location now on Olive, just west of 270, or the web, triadbanking.com. Senior Living for mom, dad, yourselves, aunt, uncle, if you're just looking into what's available this is a beautiful spot. Clayton and Wideman Road, that's the corner. Been there since 1960. Villa Estates, assisted living. Take a virtual tour at mariedevilla.com. And my friends at B&G Tuck Pointing, they're the best in the bricks, but they also do waterproofing, foundation repair, all of the above. bgtuckpointing.com, that's their website for a free estimate. Maybe it's brick home, place of business, garage, chimney, Get a free estimate, 363-0525, 314-363-0525 is the number to call for B&G Tuck Pointing. And appliance discounters, the lowest prices on the biggest names in the appliance world. It's that simple. Theappliancediscounters.com, the website, getting that search engine. A lot of times General Electric has some great rebates to offer. 
not just around the St. Louis area, but on the web. Again, easiest way to do it is start the search there. The location in Maplewood is all about the art of appliances. Unique look, unique design. So they've got something for everybody at Appliance Discounters. And as always, their savings are your savings. And now our visit with Gus Johnson. When I say Fox has got a primetime special, back to school with Gus Johnson, now that you can kind of reflect on that decision to go to Harvard, uh, and that the fact that they're going to feature it and the whole country is going to see it, I would think it may have been a little bit of a pain, but I, w- I would think this has got some immense pride for you. Yeah, man, it's one of the best things I've ever done, I think, for myself. Um, I'm so appreciative toward the guys at Fox, Eric Shanks, my boss, Mark Silverman, my boss, uh, Jamie Dixon, for wanting to put this story on TV and letting people see it. I just think that uh, I have a lot of pride and very proud of it to be able to show this story, especially for kids to see that learning is fun and education is cool and all those sorts of things, you know? So I, uh, um, words can't express the amount of gratitude that I have to, uh, have people support me to do something like this, to put a documentary together on my life. Um, and this experience and journey that I went through at Harvard. I mean, it's great that it ends up on TV, but take us back to the original idea of just going to school, being a student again, uh, and this leadership initiative that they have at Harvard. Tell me about that, how that came about. Well, you know, during COVID, you know, I experienced some anxiety, paranoia, a little depression when we were quarantining. Remember that period of time we were really all kind of stuck in the house? You know, some of my games had got big had been canceled. I mean, for Christ's sake, they canceled Ohio State, Michigan. And I just said to myself, you know, when and if things were ever to go back to normal, I was going to do something to to be around people again, to try to heal, uh, to grow, to learn. And uh, I reached out to a couple of schools, one of them was Harvard. Tommy Amaker and I have been friends, the head coach, basketball coach at Harvard for 25 years, dating back to his time when he was an assistant at Duke. And I covered him when he was at Seton Hall and at Michigan. Now he's been at Harvard all those years, 14, 15 years. And uh, I just reached out to him and said I was interested in maybe coming back to school. And he uh, he found this program for me, the Advanced Leadership Initiative, which turned out to be perfect for me. One-year program, we bring leaders in to talk about some of the challenges that man faces um, for a year for intense study and discussion. And, and it was just the perfect situation. And I wrote my papers and got my recommendation letters and my faculty interviews. And, uh, and I got in and I went up there. So, yeah, man. That's kind of how all that uh, started. I saw in the trailer, there you are with your headset on, calling a big college game, and then you turn to the camera and say, oh, man, now i got to go write a paper. Was yeah. there, that's a lot to balance. Was there ever a time you're like, what in the hell am I doing here? i got a lot on my plate. Yeah. You know, I, I, I thought about that for a second, but I actually, Martin, enjoyed it. 
I enjoyed challenging my mind. I enjoyed being pressed to write a paper. Uh, and thinking outside of our sportscaster box. You know what I'm saying? We're really lucky. We get a chance to work in sports and um, we're not brain scientists or heart surgeons, you know, we're sports guys, sports journalists. And, uh, and that's a wonderful thing. And there's an academic side to our sports casting, but uh, I wanted to almost kind of like refresh my brain and get back into thinking about things that weren't easy for me, you know, um, climate change, race, human rights, mental health, gun control, gun safety, NGOs, nonprofits, learning how to raise money to help other people. I think that the program was designed to make you do what you can to give back. And that was planted in my mind. And, uh, and it made me happy. Well, and I would imagine Gus Johnson doesn't blend in anywhere, especially <laughs> at a sports event. But I wonder at Harvard, did you get me in the coffee shop or the union or the library? Anybody say, is that Gus Johnson? Could you blend in up there? Um, you know, one thing about my job is people see you, so I will blend in, but I will get, uh, I will get shout outs from people sometimes quite often walking around, even some of the students who were sports fans, it was kind of, uh, for some of them, it was just like weird, you know, they'd be going to class and I'm sitting next to them in class and it's like, Hey, aren't you the guy? And I was like, yeah, that's me. You know, we could all go back to school, you know, and uh, and that was cool. A lot of the athletes as well, my classmates that uh, I took classes with. So I wonder if that's a message too for everybody that you're never too old to learn. I mean, the Cardinals had a pitcher, Andy Bennis, and he was the number one overall pick in baseball, had a nice career. But he said he always told his mom when he went number one overall, he's like, Mom, I got to go. And he was supposed to go to college. And he said, I'm going to go back and finish. And he was at St. Louis U. He's in his 40s. And he said these young kids would Google him. And then they're like, dude, we saw how much you made. Can you buy us some pizza? And I'm like, but it was just great that he was on campus. I mean, I'm wondering if that's a little bit of an offshoot here that people will say, man, if Gus is cool enough to go back to school, we should all think about it. Well, you know, Tommy did tell me that he said that, you know, you're – you're a lesson for our guys that you can be a lifelong learner. You know, I'm 55 years old. I don't think it's over for me in terms of still being able to learn things, especially some of the things that I just talked to you about. Um, you know, that old saying, we spent four years trying to get out of college and the rest of our lives trying to get back in. Um, I just, Martin, I just liked it. I just, I missed it today. I kind of wish I could do both, um, do my job as a sportscaster and still stay in academia, especially at a place like Harvard, because they're so smart up there. I mean, like, you don't understand how smart they are. Like Socrates said, the one thing I know is that I know nothing. Being around those people, I don't know anything. 
So I just, I just quite often just shut up. Excuse me, and listened. That's how, that's how these professors that will come in and talk to us, man. Like they will blow your mind. Seriously, like, woo, geologists, mathematicians, and experts on human rights that were philosophers, experts. I my the chair of my department was a. Uh, she was a expert in what is it? Professor Rosenthal was an expert in she was a a health economist. I didn't know that was what is that? What is that? So I'm gonna I'm gonna have to Google that after the show. Yeah, I mean I still don't know what she does, but I mean <laughs> it, it was complicated. Her research was off the chains uh, so just being around that environment man just invigorated me made me feel younger um more confident hopefully helped me become a better sportscaster yeah i wondered about that what's your are you different now i mean you're still excitable gus people seeing the it, it is funny i'm a marquette guy you do a lot of big east when my friends are like oh my god gus is doing the game we all expect it's going to be a buzzer to peter when, does everybody yell, Gus is here, it's going down to the water. It's just assume when you're there that it's a thriller. Oh, well, man, it sucks. I haven't had any good games lately. I had one good game this past weekend, which is uh, Villanova and Creighton in Omaha. But uh, I just think, you know, my, my whole style is just to be enthusiastic and positive. Because let's face it, we're dealing with kids. And uh, we're not dealing, I'm not dealing with, professionals even if i was dealing with professionals i just i'm just an enthusiastic positive cat and i've been doing this for a long time now 30 years so uh you know i hope that i have had an impact on people that have allowed me to come in their house for 30 years while they watch the game enjoy themselves and relax and, and uh i just want to be good you know what i'm saying i don't want to hurt nobody i want to help i want to be on the team and uh so we can all be happy well i think you're a great example too of you just don't script it it just happens right like you can't go to sportscaster school and they tell you okay if there's a big moment just go <laughs> or or rise and fire like these things just come out of you naturally and I think that's what people need to learn. The young guys coming up, I think, all want to have a catchphrase when they leave school. And it's like, it's got it's just got to be organic. Yeah, that catchphrase has to continue to evolve. You know, evolution. And all that stuff that you just talked about comes from my heart. Because I speak from my heart. I don't try to speak with my brain. There's not very much up there, Mark. See, it's kind of empty. <laughs> the strudel. Um, so I just talk from my heart, man. And I see, and it's funny, I just wrote the, uh, the foreword for Cardale Jones's book. And, uh, you remember Cardale Jones, Ohio State, yeah. led him to the national championship, came off the bench, third string quarterback to start for three games. It was maybe the most, the greatest three games we've ever seen in college football. 
when he beat Wisconsin in the Big Ten Championship, 59 nothing, then went on to beat Alabama and Oregon in the National Championship. And I just remember him. Guys like him, stories like that, where, you know, this kid comes from Cleveland. I mean, he's from the hood, the hood hood. And they never gave him, they, he had never been given a chance. And then finally he got a chance in the biggest moment and went on to win the national championship. He's got a great smile, great personality. He's one of those kind of cats that you just want to be around. Make you laugh, funny dude. I just like, What's coming on in the in the in the in the I think what the young kids miss right now in sports casting is the human element. Tell me about the human being. I mean, everything is about analytics and stats and all this bullcrap that nobody ever remembers. Nobody's gonna remember that. Tell me about the human being. Rune Arledge said it years ago, up close and personal. I want to know about these people. Who are they? What makes them move? What motivates them? So I kind of try to always keep that in mind, Martin. And when I keep that in mind, um, quite often good things happen. Well, you're a great announcer across the board doing professional sports. But I feel like the college game fits that that mindset that you're talking about here. I feel like these are kids and you walking in, there's energy with college kids. And even you going back to school, I'm not saying you have to pick one over the other, but I feel like college environment just it fits you so well does that make sense yeah it makes sense but every environment fits me you know i was a voice of the new york knicks for 14 years in the nfl for 20 years i've done major league baseball done the nh the nhl you know sports is sports um and i love sports so whether it be college or the pros or little league cyo it's all the same to me in sports and human beings out there competing with passion and families watching their children. I was a voice of the New York Liberty for 10 years. Male, female, it doesn't matter. It's just, it's, it's, it's the games that human beings play. And I'm so proud and happy and, appreciative to be able to be one of the men that uh, brings that to life. What did the young Gus Johnson growing up in Detroit want to be? What was, when did you lock in on this? And I know you're a great athlete and you, you play baseball at, at Howard. Yeah, I did. I wanted to play second base for the Tigers. Yeah, I thought I was going to replace Lou Whitaker. Lou Whitaker, didn't you? I wanted to be Lou. Yeah. I love Lou. You know, you know, it was going to be, it wasn't going to be, Trammel to Whitaker is going to be Trammel to Johnson. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but wasn't good enough, not even close. Um, so went to college and fell into this, man, and the rest is history. And do you enjoy it every day? You, when you're walking in, how could you, like, go into the big house or the horseshoe, you got the biggest game on Fox that weekend. Are you, I mean, I know you sound revved up on the air. Are you pumped walking in? Not every day. I mean, think about it. You, you know, you and I do the same thing. Are you pumped every day when you go to work? Can't be. Some only days my, you just don't have Boris it. Is listening, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Some days you just don't have it, man. You know, you might be tired or sick or traveling, getting into a fight with your old lady. She's mad at you. <laughs> you know, and that's on your mind. You know, 
you know, a human being. But when that red light goes on, I got to be ready to present a story to the people that are watching. So for those two hours or three hours, I just try to lock in and focus on maybe just one thing. Sometimes I just focus on one person in the game in my mind and just see how that turns out and try to be positive and energetic because uh, when you're on that mic, you got no day off. Can you pick a couple of favorite games? Is it possible over the course of all the games? Or no, are man. It's too, come on, Martin. I, I don't know. I've been doing games for so long, man. So many great moments. Um, Any call that you had where everybody loved it and you're like, I, and, like in St. Louis, Jack Buck did the Ozzy Smith home run and he's like, go crazy, folks, go crazy. And it still lives on. And at the time he said, I thought I blew the call. I don't even know what the hell I said. But I wonder if you, for you, if anybody ever said, oh, my God, that was great. And you're like, I don't even know what I said. Most of the time I don't. I don't really – Martin, I don't really pay attention to the call. I don't understand what that means sometimes. The, I'm just calling the game. I'm just watching. I'm just in the moment. I wish I could experience what some of the fans experience that watch me do my job. Because I don't, I don't, I don't really. You know, they say you can never, you've never really seen yourself you know what that means the only thing you've ever seen in terms of your face is a reflection of yourself in a mirror or in a pool or whatever but you can't see yourself i can see my hand but i can't see my face and you can't see your face either none of us can we only see reflections of that and i can't see myself calling the game while i'm calling the game so I don't know what that experience is like. I kind of would like to understand what what people feel and what they mean when they say uh, they like my work or they like to call or whatever. I don't know. I don't. I never thought about that when I was a fan, just a fan. The call, me, and I knew that. You know, George Blaha and Ernie Harwell and Al Kaline, George Kell were our announcers in Detroit. I never thought about that. What, what did they call it? No. I guess back then nobody really thought about that either. either. But uh, I don't know, man. I'm just a dude from Detroit. <laughs> you know, this loving his job and going to work, loose, fluid, and... Uh, Grateful. Well, final thought. There's so many critics in sports media, and the fans especially, they hate everybody. But it seems like you're pretty impervious to that. Does that matter to you in terms of fan approval, critics' approval? Does that even matter? Nah, it doesn't really matter. I can't please everybody. Um, I know I have my critics, too. You don't really like what I do, which is fair. You know, when my father used to say, man, you got to understand, son, being in that job, you got everybody ain't going to love you. So you got to take the bitter with the sweet. And uh, and that's how I approach it. It's part of the job It's part of. Uh, being a professional, having to take criticism, nobody likes it. Sometimes it can be very, very hurtful. 
I try not to watch any of it, not even the positive. Don't want to get too high. Don't want to get too low. I want to stay right in the middle so I could go out and do my job. Don't want to get the big head thinking that I'm something that I'm not. I'm just a lucky dude to be able to stumble across this career because of my parents and the things that they instilled in me. Um, and the sacrifices my mother made for me to get an education um, and to keep going forward. Uh, and they're gone now, but that lives in my heart and in my mind. What they did, their sacrifice was for me. So uh, every day is a blessing. Every day is bonus coverage, you know, to be able to get out here and do this thing. And got this documentary coming out. Hopefully it can shed some light on some things, and show people a good story of a journey. Um, as a man that's getting older in the third quarter of his life. So, yeah, man, pretty neat. Really enjoyed the visit with Gus, and I think people might be surprised, not that he's understated, but this particular visit was really introspective, and, you know, I, I wanted to get into all the great calls and the excitement, the enthusiasm, but I think he's really reflecting on this, this time at Harvard and what he was able to study and learn, and maybe a message for everyone that you're never too old to learn. Really enjoyed that. Never met Gus. Probably been at a couple of games that he was calling, but... Fun to catch up, and hopefully you'll check out that special. Again, it's called Back to School with Gus Johnson, 6 o'clock this Saturday on Fox. The Kilcoin Conversation from the Pasta House Studios. 18 area locations, lunch, dinner. Boy, the great Pasta House salad. That dressing's been sold around town for years. Fresh bread daily. Everything made fresh. That's what they're all about. Pastahouse.com is the website where you can order online, get that meal for the entire family, pastahouse.com. And again, stop by and see them. Family-friendly atmosphere. B&G Tuck Pointing, the best in the bricks. And it's not just Tuck Pointing, waterproofing, foundation repair. You know how they do it. My buddy Rich Galati, happy to give you a free estimate at 363-0525. Triad Bank, dealing with so many local businesses because people have figured it out. It's nice to do business with a bank. Based in St. Louis, all the decisions right here at home. They're not calling L.A. or New York to see if they get that deal done. It's all done right here. BGTuckPointing.com. Marie DeVilla, Senior Living, longtime presenting sponsor. Always festive. I was going to say, when the Blues are in the playoffs, those fountains out front are blue. Cardinal playoffs, get the red fountains, but <laughs> may put that blue dye on hold this year for the hockey plus. Might be a stretch. We'll see. Marie DeVilla Senior Living and Appliance Discounters on the web, theappliancediscounters.com. I'm Martin Kilquin. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you again soon.